In this episode of the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast, I'm going to share with you ways in which you can deliver a great five-minute presentation. Welcome back, everyone, to the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast. This is the podcast that offers tips and ideas for sales, marketing, presenting, and pitching. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and thank you very much for joining me. Now, on today's show, we're going to be talking about, I'm going to be sharing with you some ideas for how to deliver a great five-minute presentation. But before I begin, a reminder that you can find this show on iTunes and download all previous episodes. Simply type in Attracting and Retaining Customers into the iTunes search bar, or indeed into the search bar for your normal podcast app provider. So how to deliver a great five-minute presentation? Well, ladies and gentlemen, this was inspired. I've been to a couple of business events recently, and the and a lot of business events in my neck of the woods, uh, you tend to find people delivering five-minute presentations. I don't think that many people are doing it very well. So thought it would be great to do a podcast and just go over some of the things that you can do to make yours a really great five-minute presentation. So I've got a number of what I've called rules for you. So let's share those rules. Number one rule is simply don't go over on time. A five-minute presentation has got to be just that. Not six, not seven, not ten. Five and only five. Why is that? Well, usually you're not the only five-minute presenter. There's usually three or four or even five. And the organisers very often don't put buffers in. So it'll say you're on at 9.45, someone's on at 9.50 which clearly is never going to work even if you run to five minutes. But it's really important that you don't go over five minutes because it just it just annoys everybody. It annoys the audience. It annoys the organisers. So f- make it five minutes. So how are you going to do that? Well, first rule is in to make your practice last four minutes. So practice delivering your five-minute presentation in just four minutes. Because that will give you an extra minute on the day when your enthusiasm will lead you to elaborating a bit, which will only add to your time. And secondly, don't bumble around at the start. Get straight into the presentation. Practice those first 15 seconds. It will make a real difference. And if you bumble around too much at the start, fiddling around with the equipment, everything else, it will take up time. So rule number one, don't go over on time. Okay, rule number two. This is something that most people fail to do. And that is to apply the same structure to a five-minute presentation as you would to a 25-minute one. Now, if I was coaching you on putting together a 25-minute presentation, I'd say, okay, we need a good, strong start that outlines what's going to happen. And then we want to work on a really three key messages that the audience what we want to we want the audience to take away and think yes that's really important to my business i could benefit from knowing more about that and then we want a really good summary so a 5 minute presentation should be absolutely no different 
So you need a good, strong start, outlining and giving the audience a reason for really concentrating on you over the, over the following four and a half minutes. Then get those three key messages in there. Maximum of three. You may want to just do one key message. But I've seen people try and do in five-minute presentation the whole kitchen sink scenario where they're throwing everything in there. It's just ridiculous. And then, of course, you need to make sure that you've got a summary at the end because that would be really, really important. Most people run out of time when they're doing a five-minute presentation or get hauled off, so they don't do the summary. And, of course, the summary is the last thing people hear from you, so it's really, really important. So you've got to structure a five-minute presentation as though you were doing a 25-minute one. That's rule number two. Now, rule number three, this is, this is somewhat controversial, I think, because it's something that most people do. And I'm saying don't waste time at the start talking about yourself or your company. But isn't that why I'm presenting, I hear you ask? Well... As a member of the audience, or your audience, I want something from the presentation as follows. I want things I don't know, but I ought to know or need to know, that will help my business. I want to know how your product or service is going to benefit me, or indeed my customers. And I want you to create for me a sense of momentum. I want, I want you to make me think, wow, that's a good idea, I need to do that. So achieve that and your audience will want to engage with you after the presentation. But if you spend the first two or three minutes going on about how great you are and how many awards you've won and then you start listing all your products and services, then the audience are going to switch off. You're wasting your time. I know who you are. It's listed in the program. I've probably looked you up before I go to the event. So you don't need to tell me anything about yourself in that way. Tell me about the great things that your product or service is going to do for me as a member of the audience. Do that. It'll make such a difference to your five-minute presentation and it will get you better results. So that's rule number three. Don't go rattling on about yourself. Think audience first, you second. number four. Now, again, this is going to be one that most people just simply ignore. They think, oh, five-minute presentation, that won't take long to organise, will it? I think there's a story, I'm sure I heard a story somewhere, where Oscar Wilde, back in the day, um, went to his uh, publisher and he got a right old bollocking. And the reason he got that was because um, he had not done what he had been asked to do. And he'd sent his uh, publisher a long story. And the publisher said, I'm really sorry, but I asked you for a short story. And the answer he got was, I'm sorry too, but I didn't have time to write the short story. Hence, I've sent you a long one. And the point of that is, is that I think it can take, us more than, it can take twice as much time, believe it or not, to prepare for a five-minute presentation as a 25-minute one. But what most people think is, oh, five minutes, that's a fifth of the time to prepare for than a 25-minute one. It's wrong. You've got to give yourself more time. And why is that? Well, it's easy to actually put together a 25-minute presentation. You've got tons of time. You can stick all sorts of stuff in there. With a five-minute presentation, every word, every image, every slide, 
that's got to really earn its place in your five minute presentation. You can't get away with the fluffy content that you can stick in a 25 minute presentation one. So you've got to be ruthless when you're editing your presentation to make sure that everything earns its place in there. And as I mentioned in rule three, you know, if you're thinking about trying to cram everything in about your organization and its products and services, don't do it. Don't do it. So rule number four, give yourself twice as much preparation time for a five minute presentation as you would for a 25 minute one. Rule number five is check the venue and the equipment before you start your presentation. If you've only got five minutes to make an impact, you need to use the you need to make sure that you understand what equipment you're going to be using and how you can use the venue to your advantage. So find out in advance what the size of the screen's going to be, where the projector's going to be, how you're going to link to the projector, are there going to be microphones, where are the audience going to sit? It's all stuff that will make it so much better for you on the day. Because ultimately, you know, if you're faced with a screen that's disproportionately small to the size of the audience, and a lot of the business events I go to, that is exactly what the situation is, then you don't want to be showing words on the slides that hardly anybody's going to be able to see unless they're kind of sitting on the front row. And if you are, you know, sometimes you're faced with a microphone that's a fixed position. So don't forget, if you move away from the microphone, or as I saw recently, I saw a presenter who was like kind of standing on a, at a lectern in front of a big screen, great screen size, but he had a fixed projector, and every so often, well, quite a lot actually, he kept turning around to check what was on the screen and talking at the same time and forgetting that every time he moved away from the microphone, the audience wouldn't hear him. So I'll give you an example. So I'm sitting in front of my microphone now. So I'm now going to turn away from the microphone. I'm going to turn all the way around and you probably will hear how the sound goes down. And now I'm coming back into range. So did you, yeah, you pick that up? So that's how it works when you're doing a presentation. So do check the equipment and do check out the venue. It will make such a difference. And if you're feeling a bit nervous about doing this five minute presentation, knowing all the equipment's going to work, and knowing the venue and getting a feel for the room you're working in will, will, will help you become a lot less nervous. So it's worth making the effort to get there if you can in advance, check it all out. If you can't get there prior to the event, then get there early and check. get someone, tell them you're going to be there early. If I'm presenting and I'm on at eight o'clock, I say, right, I'm going to be there at seven before the audience arrives. I want a quick run through. I want to be able to plug my stuff in. I want to see the slides. I want to check the audio, the microphone, everything. So do that. Most people don't do that. They just turn up, faff around on the day. Nothing works. Then they get distracted. <sighs> Two or three minutes of their five minute presentation have already gone. So rule number five is check the venue and the equipment. It's a really important part of delivering a great five minute presentation. Right, rule number six is don't use A4 notes. Oh, what are the, I, I tell you what, when I see people, how about this? Is, a, is this the way you think? So I see a presenter come into the podium for a five minute presentation and tucked under their arm is a great big wad of A4 notes. You'd be amazed how many people do that. You'll have seen this yourselves. 
So, are you thinking the three things that I'm thinking? Because what I'm thinking when someone turns up with A4 notes for a five-minute presentation, or indeed any presentation, I'm thinking, one, they don't know their subject, hence they need for the big notes. Two, they haven't done any practice, so they're actually going to read out a script. And number three, with that many notes, they're bound to take more than five minutes. I always use a postcard, just a safety net with a few prompt words on it, just in case... I forget where I'm at in my five-minute presentation. It also gives me something to hold in one of my hands as well. So five minutes, one, maybe two postcards. Get it all on one if you can. Any more than two, and you and you suddenly got a script, and you'll be fiddling around with it and all that stuff. And if you you know if you're using half a dozen slides in your five-minute presentation, then I would just put one word for each slide. Little prompt for you. That's all you need. Because frankly, if you don't know the content and you haven't practiced it, then you know you shouldn't be doing the presentation. So don't take A4 notes. It'll just be a bit of a put-off for you and the audience. And you know, I've seen people walk to the stage with A4 notes and suddenly one or two of the notes slip out of their hand and then they're fiddling around trying to work out which order it's in. Chaos. So don't use A4 notes. That's rule number six. Right, rule number seven, you need to have a plan B if the equipment fails. Um, It's worth practicing the presentation without the slides just in case. So I would always think about having a couple of little props there that I could use just in case the equipment fails. Now, most of the time it won't fail, but it occasionally does. I I was at a big business fair recently and someone was doing a five-minute presentation. They were the last speaker on and their slides just didn't work. They stopped working after one slide. Um, and they, you know, they had two people then join them on the stage trying to squat down and fiddle around with the, with the laptop and everything else. So if that happens to you and you're doing a five-minute presentation then, and you're running out of time, then you've got to say, right, crack on without the slides and be ready to do that. Um, it can be so distracting to everybody if you're trying to you know, fiddle around and make it work and it, and it doesn't work. So, well, if you're doing a five-minute presentation, of course, think about, do you actually need slides? Can you, can you, can you do a presentation without slides? Hey, that's, that's exciting, isn't it? Ditch the slides. We'll talk about ditch the slides in a separate podcast, but it's worth doing. I tend to do one when I'm doing a breakfast presentation these days. Um, you know, if there's 20, 30, 40 people there, um, I use an old suitcase, and it's just full of props, and that's what I use. Um, and it's much more interesting, and it's kind of memorable as well, I think. So have a plan B if the equipment fails. Be ready for that to, you know, if that works. Or, and the other thing I just to mention is when you are using slides, don't use PDFs. You know, create proper slides, for goodness sake. It's only five minutes. The, the lady whose uh, presentation failed was using um, the one slide she did have on screen. It was like a PDF. So there was like a, a web uh, and it, you know, website background around the sides to it. It was all kind of strange, really. Um, and maybe that was the reason it, the slides weren't working because it was a series of PDFs. But don't use that. Use you know proper, you know, you know PowerPoint or Keynote or Prezi, whichever you know works for you. But don't use PDFs. Right. So rule number seven: you've got to have a plan B just in case the equipment fails. So, final rule. Really important one, this. Obvious one. 
when you hear it, but you've got to make sure you do it. Look as though you are enjoying delivering your presentation. Now, I know that like most people, you're not looking forward to this presentation. You're feeling nervous about it. You don't present very often. It's feeling unnatural and it's definitely outside of your comfort zone. But at the end of the day, you're in th- you know, you've got a brilliant opportunity here. You're going to be having the audience just to you for however long you want them for. Your five minutes, hopefully, and no more. So what a great chance this is to get over your message. But your audience, though, they want to be enthused by you know whatever you're presenting and by you. Because, you know, if you're using slides in particular, then, oh, crikey, death by PowerPoint in five minutes is pretty impressive. But it does happen. So for five minutes, regardless of how you're feeling and how nervous you're feeling, you've got to give the impression that you're really enjoying presenting this. It will have a positive effect on your audience and they will, you know, they will sit through it and think, wow, that was really good. Because don't forget, they're going to be sitting through a fair share of of dour, boring and uninteresting presentations. So make sure you enjoy it and create eye contact with your audience, smile a lot. Uh, all that sort of stuff really really be high energy just for those five minutes so there we go ladies and gentlemen that's the end of this podcast i hope you found it useful if you're new to the show uh or you haven't subscribed yet then please do hit the subscribe button on your on your podcast app and you will receive one of these podcasts ideally every single week that would be the plan um and if you thought it was if you thought it was good and you enjoyed it, then please, it would be great if you could go to iTunes and leave a review. It's dead easy to do. That would be fantastic. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you uh, if you if you've got a five minute presentation coming up and you want some help at all, then you know don't forget. You know I can I can give you some help. You can email me via Trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, and if you fancy being on this show, um, I am looking for people to um, to interview um, for this show uh, on anything to do with attracting and retaining customers. So if you've got an interesting story to tell or you're doing something at the high end of, of technology in that environment or anything like that, then, uh, then please do get in touch. So that's the end of another episode of Attracting and Retaining Customers. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and I'll be back with another episode very soon. So until the next time, thanks for listening. And don't forget, if you're doing a five-minute presentation, make sure it's only five minutes. Thank you. Cheerio.